Hey everyone, Kaprogman here. Did you know that we have a Patreon page? That's right, if you go to patreon.com slash wafflingtailors, you can help support the show. It turns out the podcasts aren't free. I mean, they're free to download, but they're not really free to create, kind of, because you have to host them somewhere. Anyway, what we're after doing is we're after trying to make sure that we're fully funded. We're obviously doing this off of our own backs, and we are loving it, because it's loads of fun. But uh, you can help out if you want from as little as $1 a month, and if you do that, you get loads of bonus content. If you go there now, you'll see that there's already a whole bunch of bonus content for the $1 tier already. We're planning on releasing a bunch of bonus episodes under the $5 tier, except that we've got one coming up that is going to be under the $1 tier, just to see how you guys feel and what you think about it. So head over to patreon.com slash wafflingtailors and give us a look and uh, maybe help us out. See you later, Squidgy! See you later, Squidgy! How is it? How is it that in the summer months I slip on ice? I, I don't. I, I, I don't know. The shed's on fire. Um, I, I don't know. Your, your hair's on end. Yeah, what little of it there is. Yeah. Static. What did? Where is she? Come on. Where are you, Lulu? Where are you? Coopo. Another episode of the Waffling Tailors podcast. I am one of your hosts, Scott Progman, and with me, as always, is Squidgy. Say hello, Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> with us this time, with us this time is our our longtime friend Lulu, our Final Fantasy expert. Oh, I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. Don't say things like that because now people will expect things, and I'm just going to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> you're not more than me put it that way so it makes you an expert oh that'd be fair enough, <laughs> okay, fair enough. push button rizzy bacon <laughs> oh i wish it's what the world needs a bacon button oh, push it and bacon no. around from everywhere like no one there'd be no more wars or anything it'd just be you bit you know you're not yourself when you've not pushed the bacon button i know yeah. Because whenever you push it, you, you just hear um, Liam Neeson go, "Release the bacon!" You know, <laughs> the look on his face. Just... I, I will find you, and I will feed you bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you, and I will feed you. <laughs> I'm ruining your podcast already. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 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 okay, so I so for damn you, it, stick to the script. Um, do we have a script? I was going to say you haven't read the script. Oh, I was not informed of this. Uh, neither was I. I'm just asking if you read it. <laughs> we have got a script. We never read it. <laughs> so for people who are new to the podcast, um, my God, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. What a place to come into the podcast, I suppose. What an introduction. Anyway, uh, yeah, so for people who are new to the podcast, uh, Squidgy and myself, we are the Waffling Tellers, and we often discuss... For our sins. Well, yes, we discuss for our sins. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we just talk nonsense about video games anyway. Pretty much. Um, and we occasionally invite some of our friends to come onto the show and talk nonsense about video games with us. With us this time is Lulu. Say hello, Lulu. 
Hello, Lulu. Woo! <laughs> I, I think I'll take a, a second to uh, do a proper introduction for Lulu. <laughs> hello, Treacle. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Coupo. <laughs> Never had that reaction before, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> so what we usually do is we usually talk about the video games we've been playing recently. So and it I, never never works out that way. Exactly, never works out that way. So what I thought I'd do first, <clears throat> what I thought we could do first is if Squidgy and I talk about the video games we've been playing recently, and mm-hmm. then Lulu tells us the shocker of video game that she's been playing recently, you'd never guess what it was. Do you actually want me to guess or are you no. going to leave me on 10 hooks? I'm going to leave you on whatever hooks you find yourself on. Mm, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Squidgy, what have you been playing since we were last on the podcast? Um, Resident Evil Zero HD Ooh. on the on the X-Bone. Okay. Yeah. Been uh, been playing that. Been getting all the achievements on that. Some of them are quite funny. You've been you've been streaming this online. I've I've, I've been I've been told by you a few times. No, okay. nobody, no one's watched, test, but testing the it, was, it was before we, before um, where I live ascended. Um, ah, yes. Yes, to uh, Fiber Optic. The great internet upgrade of 2018. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before that, I, I, I just gave it a go, see if it worked, and it did. So there was me playing it. Yes. Chatting as if someone was watching, and the only person that was watching was my phone. Because I was just checking to make sure the stream was all right. So that was muted, and I was seeing two screens while playing, which is slightly off-putting. Okay. Yeah. So you've, uh, you've just been playing Resident Evil Pretty much. HD? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Are you looking forward to Resident Evil 2 re-release? Do you want me to answer that? I mean... It, it seems a bit daft to ask yeah, me that question. I want to ask you it. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's all you can say. Pretty much. Have you seen any footage? Any? I've seen a few screenshots. Okay. Because um, I know you wanted it. to try and. Keep... I'm, I distance myself from yeah. anything that comes out that I'm I'm, t- okay. I'm anticipating. Because then, when I finally get my grubby little mitts on it, it's all the better. My grubby little cake eating mitts. That's the one. I, I have specific mitts to eat cake with. Uh, <laughs> they hardly ever clean though, so I barely get to use them. <laughs> Again, Sorry. you're laughing and his face just pulls placid again. <laughs> oh, we're keeping this bit in. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Now that, oh, uh, Shenmue 1 and 2 got released. I haven't got it yet. Yeah, but how, how do you feel about it? In its HD-ness. I'll probably get it. Yeah. Just for the the um, the sixty man battle in the first game. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Did you ever play Shenmue, Lulu? You know, I actually never did. I do remember years ago watching an old friend of mine play it, mm-hmm. and I was really interested by it then. And I'm still sort of humming and hawing about it now because obviously I never played it back then, and I feel like if I play it now, will I have time? to dedicate to playing it or is it going to be one of those that I pick up randomly throughout the week sort of thing so it's one of those I do want to but I have to be realistic on in terms of like where my gaming time goes okay that's that's fair enough I mean I remember I remember you finished Shenmue 2 didn't you Squidgy way after no no B did B did oh B did you you, you got it for the Xbox didn't you that's right yeah you got it for the Xbox I got so far into it and then I just sort of I gave up I think, at one yeah. point. And the B went, oh, give us a pad. And he just kept going. Yeah, you finished And it. then it ended weirdly. 
Yeah, well, because it was part two and a three part. You essentially watched the first two Star Wars movies and then gave up. Mm. But to be fair, it peaked at um, Empire, so... Yeah. yeah. I, I just saw coloured light blades attacking each other. That's, that's, all, that's all I watch it for, like yeah. Saber Battles. That's exactly it. But what's cool about that is I'll get a copy of Shenmue 3 as soon as it's released, because oh, I backed oh, it on go. Kickstarter all the way, all the, like four years ago, whatever <laughs> it was. So that's cool. I'll get a free copy. What well, free? <laughs> Inverted copy. Yeah, right. I'll cool. get a physical, digital, not a physical and a digital copy mm. of it. So that'll be cool. So I'm looking forward to that. But I don't think I've got anything I can play Shenmue One and Two, the re-release on. Actually, well, if I get it, you can play it. Yay! Huzzah! Huzzah! Harumph! Harumph! I get a harumph out of that man. You give that man a harumph immediately. Harumph! Watch your ass! <laughs> Again, face again. Welcome to the Film Quotes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Reroll the intro. <laughs> I haven't been playing anything. Oh no, no, I played a little bit of Command and Conquer Red Alert and a little bit of Warzone twenty one hundred. I think oh, that's going back in it. Yeah, but they're available free for my uh, my computer. So. You cheapskate. That's me. <laughs> that's exactly it. But that's all I've really been doing. I've been doing more sort of programmery mm. stuff recently, which is and really some boring. jiggery pokery. That well, that too. Typing jiggery pokery. <laughs> um, but only only when the lights are off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've got a light up keyboard. I don't know what you're talking about. This podcast is going to get an 18 rating straight away. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> this always happens. You can't take me anywhere. <laughs> well, no, we have to take you somewhere twice so that the second time you can apologize. Yes, profusely. You know, like a small Japanese man. <laughs> you know, lots of head bowing and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wonder what a Canadian Japanese person would be like. That would be like apologizing between breaths. Apologizing on the out breath and apologizing on the in breath. Is that like inward singing? Yes, exactly that. But with, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm so glad you did that because uh, I was about to start. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know that bit where I was looking all weird and just like, yeah, that's happening in Squidgy right now. Hmm. I, I believe it. A Japanese Canadian man. Wait, what? Right. Okay. So Canadian. Oh. There we go. That again. Can can Japanese? That's even better. That, that was better than <laughs> what I was going to do. <laughs> now that I can imagine. That I actually can't imagine. It's Japanese just when... sounds like some weird breed of dog. <laughs> Is it... Or a rare breed of a luminescent green pig that lives in the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises everyone because it buys its own shopping from the local market, you know. <laughs> It's <laughs> right with truffles, it's if so. This has gone way too far. This has gone way too far. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Come in aside. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. 
Okay. <laughs> I, w- I would slap my forehead right now, but I've got a feeling I'd slap it so hard I'd knock myself out, so I'm going to... Let's turn this conversation around ever so slightly. Why? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. And let's ask Lulu what, what, what she's been playing. So, Lulu, what have you been playing recently? So, it'll come as no surprise, but my main stay game is Final Fantasy XIV. Um, <gasps> I know, right? So shocking. Look at my Twitter. It, it will surprise you. But I've also been playing The Sims 4, because that's one of those games that you can just pick up and play and sort of binge it and then put it down for six months and then go back to. And find your Sims dead. Yeah, you know, they've all murdered one another and drowned in the pool. Yeah, then you create new ones so they can torture each other. Pretty much, yeah. So I've been playing that. And I've recently bought on Steam this wonderful little game called Graveyard Keeper. <laughs> if you've oh, ever heard God. of Stardew Valley, it's like Stardew Valley, but you bury bodies, not carrots. So how many ghosts have chased you so far? None, because I bury them all. I make sure I do my autopsies correctly. And if I don't, I throw them in the river. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so I've been playing that, and um, oh, uh, I've recently re-picked up Mobius Final Fantasy and Dissidia Opera Omnia, but they're mobile games, so I, I wouldn't really say it's like I'm gaming per se. But yeah, so th- those those are the the games I've been mostly playing. But obviously, mostly FF14 because what is life? <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> I want to point out that you'd said I don't get any ghosts because I bury people properly and perform proper autopsies or throw them in the river. I just, mm-hmm. just want to say that. It depends on how much time you've got to work with, I suppose. It's a really fun game. If I, if any of your listeners have heard of Stardew Valley or they've played it and they enjoy it, I highly recommend Graveyard Keeper. It is really entertaining. You know, because because the the creators of Grave, Graveyard Keeper thought, you know, we like Stardew Valley, but it doesn't have enough, you know, body burials. So we need to do something about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we, yeah. We, we obviously need body burials and autopsies and ghosts and possibly vampires. I've never played the game, but I've seen screenshots. Yeah. It is really fun. I do highly recommend it. It's uh, one of those games that's quietly addictive like you go into going yeah i'll just binge this for a few hours and then like six days later you're like "Eh." (laughs) so what did you get up to a weekend well i buried a couple of bodies did an autopsy i beg your pardon nothing nothing burned a few witches (laughs) (laughs) we've got completely off topic now no seriously you get to burn witches in that game it's awesome i'm getting it i want to burn a witch okay yeah We didn't burn her. (laughs) She wasn't a witch. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a quarter to fill. (laughs) We've got a quarter to fill. (laughs) We do, though. (laughs) God, we've got got off a topic again. And it's my fault. I'm so sorry. There's there's no topic in this. Mm. That's the beauty of it. Tangents are what we do. One of the things that you're always saying, you always go, can I just go off on a tangent? And I keep saying, don't worry, that's what we do. We just talk about... (laughs) Oh, good, because there's probably good... uh, You know me, you've known me long enough, you two, that uh, my tangents go off like, uh, you know, around the world in 40 days kind of job. Yes. You're not (laughs) as bad as Donald Trump, but there you go. You're not as bad as Chief Problems either, because the problem is, oh, squirrel! Yeah, that's 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 chief. That's chief. That is. <laughs> no, I can keep on track better than that. 
Well, you, you, quite frankly, you're overqualified for this podcast. Though, if you keep on track, <laughs> <laughs> just here, have it. It's yours. <laughs> the overqualified podcast. I like it. Um, fair enough. This is not rooster teeth. <laughs> Can you hold the conversation for more than ten seconds? Yes, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I'll make you CEO. <laughs> Fair the hiring staff who's he follow him he speaks in sentences so i'm gonna cut this off before we get get like a dmca from all the comedians (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it Um, so for all of the people who've been who are return listeners They'll know that last time, the previous episode that we had out, we talked to B and we talked about our Desert Island Discs. Mm-hmm. We were going to do Desert Island Discs. So... Let me try that again. Now, <laughs> I don't know how that sounded, but we're leaving it in. We're leaving it in. We'll do okay. it live. We'll do it live. Well, we are doing it live. So, um... <laughs> this is pre-recorded. We were going to do Desert Island Discs, but Squidgy had the fantastic idea of renaming it. What are you going to call it this time, Squidgy? Thunderplane Games. Thunderplane. The, the whole now I'll, I'll edit the description slightly, but the whole point of this is if you were stuck in the Thunderplanes, and I like the way you did that. If you were stuck in the Thunderplanes, <laughs> and and you could only play one game. <laughs> message redacted. Um, what would it be? Oh yes. So there are some rules to this. We established the rules last time with B. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> I can't yes. remember. The one rule is you can have internet access in order to play the game mm-hmm. and to download content for the game, but you must not tell anyone that you're stuck in the Thunderplanes. Or obviously or the, down the Desert Island in, in, for, yeah. for B. Mm. In, this, in this case, okay. it's Thunderplane games. Yeah, so this is a game that you're going to play until until somebody comes to rescue you, but you're not allowed to tell them that they're going to come and rescue you. Okay. You, you can't actually ask for help. You That's just know that eventually fancy. you're going to get rescued. All right. Hmm. I feel like my my choice is just so obvious. <laughs> it would be Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm sorry, but I sold my soul to Eorzea five years ago, and there it shall remain. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely pick fourteen, um, just because. Oh, They've done it so well where, yes, it's an MMO, but you can play it alone quite easily. I mean, I did for the first couple of years before friends started filtering in and we started playing together. Um, And I got through the first expansion on my own. You know, me and the internet were best friends because I was constantly going, how do I do this? (laughs) You know, (laughs) I learned how to play the game via Reddit and... um, other various websites so yeah probably that but if i couldn't if i you know obviously i know you put the rule in of like having the internet so on and so forth mm-hmm. if i couldn't have that it would be final fantasy 8 okay, <laughs> another fan of the best final fantasy game in the series i know squidgy is gonna gonna contend with you no, no I'm, I'm i'm not gonna get into that yet because i've got a feeling i might get yelled at again like you did last time so i'll, I'll leave that to later <laughs> yeah, like you. You, what you did was i told you the name of the game and um you you sort of shot down all my opinions with three words I don't know. Do you remember? So here's a clue to the game I shall be mentioning later on. But I mentioned the game that I like to play. And uh, Kaprogman here said the game revolves around one premise, and that's let's play dress up. Oh, Final Fantasy X 2. 
just give away the game. Yeah, all lightning returns. Oh, yeah, uh, to be fair, they were both they were pretty much the same game. I do mm-hmm. remember Final Fantasy Thirteen is literally a corridor simulator. simulator. Yeah. Oh god, I completed that. I did it. I remember commiserations. I you, well, I remember telling Lulu she should put it on a CV. <laughs> I'm really tempted. Three years, 120 hours, and I burst out crying when I saw the credits. Not because it made me sad, be- but I literally sat there sobbing, going, "I'm free." <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to that. touch this again, <laughs> ever. Get <laughs> in witches, just take a disc and burn it on a pyre. Oh, <laughs> seriously? Yeah, I, I, I had major problems with Final Fantasy 13. I just. Ugh. I think everyone that had a brain had problems with that game. Mm. I didn't even get as far as either of you. T- I mean, obviously, I didn't get as far as Luther, but I definitely didn't get as far as you. I got intro video, and then it, <coughs> lightning, lightning or whatever her name is, stands up, and you get this pop-up. And this was V1 of the game. This was before any of the patches were released, right? Mm. You get a, a screen pops up, yeah. and I got three words into it and gave up on the game. Press X2. You... Now possesses. Oh nope. Oh <laughs> Off. no. Pad over the shoulder. I'm already five thousand. See you later. <laughs> I'm already five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, senorita. <laughs> and just closes the door behind you slowly. Yeah, you now possesses. And I was like, how much money have you sunk into this? Too much. Yeah. They really sank far too much into that game, and it was awful. It's like, all right, ignoring the fact that it was a corridor simulator, because I know a lot of people use the argument of, oh, well, Final Fantasy X was really linear. Yes, it was, but how they made up for that was that it had an engaging story, the characters were a joy to learn about and spend time with, the combat system was pretty refreshing for a turn-based game, and then you had the music and the world setting itself. It didn't feel boxed in because you were walking down pathways and through, wait, like the Thunder Plains, you know, you were walking through these areas that didn't feel boxed in, even though technically you were. So I really despise it when people try and use that argument in, ter- in regards to Final Fantasy Thirteen because it's just completely different and they just need to shut up and go away. <laughs> One of the bonuses for Final Fantasy X, obviously, is the, the, the laughing scene. Oh, you know, that is that, you know, I'd, I'd go back on that game just for that scene. And, you know, even now, like, how old's the game? Like, 15 years old, say? Yeah. And people still don't understand that scene. Oh, the laughing's awful. Oh, I hate the laughing scene. Even James Arnold Taylor, the man who voices Tidus, has said, yeah, it's supposed to sound bad. It's a forced laugh. Yeah. You know, it's like, and if you think it sounds bad in English, listen to it in Japanese. There's a reason the fandom calls Tidus Teagle. Ah 
<laughs> Literally sounds like a like, like a, a seagull just cawing. It's awful. Oh, but yeah, no, I love the laughing scene. It's brilliant. It's a great piece of writing. It's good character development. It'd be completely different if Pixar had happened, it, wouldn't it? You'd mm. have Huna laughing, and then Tidus would just go, mine, 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 mine completely mine. breaks everything. Imagine it's <laughs> out the window. Pad goes out the window. <laughs> so does the PS2. <laughs> but yeah, no, like 13 just isn't a patch on 10. None of the characters were really that good. Like, Lightning, everyone's like, oh my god, she's amazing. She gets so much development. What development? Other than the fact that she goes from being a soldier to whatever it was she was in 13-2 to uh, she's raiding her wardrobe in 13-3. She doesn't get any development. Her costumes just change. And that's the thing, right? They somehow stretched it out to three games and people bought them. Mm-hmm. See, I'm guilty of that, but I, I, I'm a collector. And one thing I will say is that... Because of 13.3, I ended up with quite a rare signature from the dev team. Ooh. I got Yoshinori Kitase's signature, and I didn't even know that I was in for it. So when 13.3 was being released, it was originally supposed to be released on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Spend your Valentine's Day with lightning. I'd rather not. But, <laughs> but because of the whole 13 thing, they did this thing called the 13th Hour event which meant that for one hour, the day before on the 13th, you could get your copy of Lightning Returns early. So I was like, I'll go and get it. And because I I pre-ordered it at game, they put my name into a raffle to get a signed steel case by Yoshinori Kitase. And I think it was the director of Lightning Returns. And I didn't know. And then like a week later, we get a phone call from Game saying, so do you want to come and pick pick up your prize? And I was just like, what prize? So that's probably the only good thing that came out of it for me. I mean, that's pretty cool. I think I've got a way that we could make that game better. If it's remade, but the director, they get um, Quentin Tarantino in. (laughs) He he cannot do a better job than what that, that already is. I was wondering where you were going with that one, and I think you're pretty much spot on. Yeah. Yeah, him or Tommy Wiseau. <gasps> I did not hit her. I did not. Turn me apart. Oh, hey, Mark. <laughs> and it's inappropriate laughing. <laughs> and then suddenly everyone's in tuxedos, you know, out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, and, you know, playing football in an alleyway. And, oh, you, yeah. and you haven't even seen the movie, but no. you know all the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's all you like, need to know. There's only like four scenes in it, as yeah, far as exactly. I know. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Rooftop apartment, yeah. alley scene, and credits. That's it. Yeah. So we said we were going to do it last time. Squidgy, have you been thinking about what your, I guess now, Thunder Plains game would be? We've got him off guard. Look, either that or he's going to burp again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Bless you. Stop it, because my quota is getting smaller. There is all, only so much I can give out in a day. Well, it's, it's not just that. We've got an indicator in the room we're in. It's saying toxic gases already. We're at 40%. <laughs> so we should for that. Um, well, time. Oh, yeah, well, still on for time, obviously. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, right? So because because Lulu mentioned two, you can mention two. How's that? Two? Yeah, because Lulu said 14. And oh, like, right, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um... My first choice would be a game called um, Dark Chronicle, oh, PS2 okay. originally. Oh, I remember that. Basically because um, 
friend of the show, Ike, will never be on because he didn't want to be on. That's um, but a friend of the show, Ike, he got me into playing it, and then the, back in the day, so he had a physical copy, and then it it was released on the PlayStation Network. Yes, and I got heavily hooked onto it, big time. I, it's just every minute of my day was on that game, okay. um, to a point where I wouldn't complete it until I unlocked every weapon, every weapon, and you you get a basic weapon, and you upgrade it. So how many weapons are there? Um, well, you get a, a sidearm and a, a main weapon. So with your main character, Maximilian, he's got like a, either a hammer or a wrench, and you upgrade mm-hmm. it via um, synthesis. Mm-hmm. Um, you break down items you've got into spheres, and you put that on your weapon once it up- upgrades. Mm-hmm. And then you can evolve it into different weaponry, but it's got a, a durability meter. Okay. And if it gets all the way to the bottom... It's uh, in Dark Chronicle. You just you can't hit for the same amount of damage in the game before at Dark Cloud. It completely break. So you have to start from scratch, mm-hmm. from nothing. Oh, I've got Dark Cloud on PS4. Yeah, I've got that as well. Cracking little game, that. Aye, annoying, but a cracking little game. <laughs> yeah, so Dark Chronicle. Um, yes, the, the, the weaponry you're talking. There might be thirty or forty swords and wrenches, and Maximilian's got a gun, a little pistol. Starts up. Um, with a gun that turns into a trumpet gun. Unfortunately, it doesn't make a sound. I'd be in stitches if it did. That'd be brilliant. So he's got maybe 20 to 25. I could be wrong here. Um, Monica, the other character, she has a, a bracelet on her arm that lets you use magic. Mm-hmm. And she's got about, about 20 of them. But they're, okay. they're really hard to level up. Okay. And the, the game involves a lot of, like... RPG building up, whacking, killing stuff, but you've also got to build things in the past to affect the future and you can time travel. So you build stuff in the past, then go to the future to find out stuff about the past so you can go further to alter the future. That sounds a little bit like um, an early PS2 title called Shadow of Memories. Yes. It was a good game. Yes, it does. Just without all the um, cel-shadedness of Dark Chronicle. Yeah. It's basically, if you imagine... Well, actually, it, it could be a Doctor Who episode, the whole thing. So, Dark Chronicle then. I've got to zip about in time, build some stuff, You're also, zip about it, more in time. Maximilian, your main character, he's an inventor, so you've got to take photos of things to get ideas to invent stuff, and you've got to have the, bit for it, the, the bits to create it as well. Mm-hmm. So, you're a photographer, inventor, slash whack him over the head with a wrench, which I, I like the second part, just not the inventing. I'm not creative enough, but... So I'm playing this game yeah. and darting about in time, yeah. collecting weapons, taking photographs of things, and hitting people over the head with a wrench. Sounds good, doesn't it? Where do I sign? <laughs> I can spare three years of my life to this. No more. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> it's always a good sign. So Dark Chronicle, Dark Cloud. Dark Chronicle's better than Dark Cloud? It's a matter of opinion. Okay, what is your opinion? My opinion is, having played both, I prefer Dark Chronicle. Yes. Because Dark Cloud, you get very little help. So no that, ideas of anything. Are they both essentially the similar idea? I guess, Cloud, you're not zipping about in time? No. In Dark Cloud, there is an evil empire that summons a genie, and the genie is threatening to take over the world, so naturally, the way you combat this is you build a village. Because that makes sense. Yes, and then what happens is a cat that you have as a pet gets turned into a human. And you play as the cat, and you've got a slingshot, and you do next to no damage. Oh, yeah, I remember the cat girl. 
I can't you, remember her name. Do you, do you remember the scene where the cat girl, uh, the the cat suddenly turns into a girl, and your mum just wanders by like nothing's happening? Yeah, I thought that was a bit weird. That is Ike's favourite scene because I'd never seen it before, and, I, and it's sort of she's sort of there, right? She's rubbing herself up against you, and your mum wonder, not as a human, after being turned into a human from as, a cat, just a way better magic as a fully dressed human. Yeah, or? yeah, fully dressed. Okay, that's right? that's a little less so, upsetting. So that's happening, <laughs> and your mum wanders by and goes, "Ah, is that the cat?" And then wanders off. Yeah. Like, it's an everyday occurrence. Not a single sausage given. No. <laughs> no. That's that's like playing vanilla in the world of Dark Cloud. You know, people get turned from animals into humans. Because why not? Yeah, it's the rhino traffic warden later on in the game that does me in. You know, he's really weird. I never got that far. How did I? <laughs> you're, just, you're just making it up. No? Yes? No? Maybe? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> What's your lightning plays game number two? Uh, Resident Evil Gaiden. Ooh. Despite I, me putting so many hours into Revelations 2, it's definitely Gaiden. We've talked about your top Resident Evil games before, mm-hmm. and Gaiden was up there. It was number one. Non-canon, because it's not, it's not accepted as part of the Resident Evil story, but it's still your favourite one. Mm-hmm. It's not 3D. It's no. not walk-around-y. It's, it's on the Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color, <laughs> top-down... And then, Walk around. Yeah, and then when you get into a, a fight, you see the zombie in front of you and you've got a, a their actual damage reticule in front of you. And you've got a case that's going left to right and it's a timing game. You've got to time it. And you have to... And you've got to time it, yeah. You've got to push the button. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like a really, really early version of Rock Band, but with zombies set on a ship. But you don't, hit, you don't play notes on the guitar, you shoot things. If you take everything from before, really, really early version... And up to, but don't play guitars. <laughs> I would play that again. Rock band with numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that description was just mind blowing. <laughs> I have my mum. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the added bonus, if I was stuck in the Thunderplanes and it wasn't that bright, I could only see, like, Every other minute, because of lightning strikes, <laughs> so it made the game a hell of a lot harder. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it made it a lot harder, especially on the Game Boy Color screen. It's not backlit, is it? So I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, what is it specifically about Resident Evil Gaiden that makes you want to play it forever? It plays Barry Burton. Now, hang on. You play as who, sorry? Barry Burton. Wait, isn't he... Just a moment. Isn't he the Jill Sandwich guy? Yes, he is. And you he is, yeah. You pronounced his name wrong again. His name is Barry Mother Burton. <laughs> That's I didn't who. want to swear, but fair enough. Don't worry, I'll bleep it out if I remember. <laughs> I'll sneeze sound over it one or two. Put the sound over it. Barry Burton. <laughs> oh, no, no, just have an FF9 Moogle. <laughs> Quah. Quah. Chocobo. Quah. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. I'm not a performing monkey. Oh. <laughs> Quah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a limp-wristed Chocobo. <laughs> I'm not sure I can say that. That's not very PG, is it? 
<laughs> I think worrying about whether you can say limp wristed after I've just said very motherfucker <laughs> is potentially the wrong word to think about like Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's what's the worst that's gonna happen? You you can have uh, a minority group of chocobos annoyed at you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you'll get attacked on Twitter for maybe twenty minutes, and that's it. That's it. A bunch of fictional birds are going to be upset with you. Yeah, they're going to get the mobile phones out <laughs> and start uh, and start typing on it. Potentially homosexual fictional birds. <laughs> Please keep going. This is the greatest sentence ever. <laughs> <laughs> You knew this was going to happen with me. It's, you know, we can never have normal conversations about anything. You know, even walking around a shopping centre in Leeds and there's an 80s song playing on the radio. It just goes, I think he's singing about Oven Pride. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I will have you know, I nearly just drowned in milk. That made me laugh so much. No context given. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Oh, oh, I nearly drowned. <laughs> I was having a drink when when this whole political correctness came up about Winfrey Chocobos. And I'm just like nearly inhaled half a mouthful of milk. Oh dear, I'm cleaning myself up. <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're never gonna have me on a podcast again. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we've had worse, but no, I don't think we have. <laughs> Trust Lulu to ruin everything. <laughs> Chocobo approved. No, Chocobo disapproved. <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> okay. Anyway. What would be your thunder playing game? One of them would have to be Fantasy Star Online yeah. for the Dreamcast. Good choice. It it feels like it's a it's a cheap choice, but it is one of my favourite. I could sit down and play it for out. Like I think one of my characters on that game, I sunk over three hundred hours into the single player. Mm. And the single player game is go into this room, kill all the things, go to the next room, and kill all. The-. It is almost essentially a corridor simulator in that aspect. But, but I you, would say, but there's loads of story to it, but they're kind of... There isn't. You, you, repeat, you repeat the corridor until you get higher level, then you go into a different colour corridor. That's literally it. And then you kill the final boss, and then you repeat the same corridors, but at a higher level. That's and the it. enemies are the worst, yeah. Yeah, yeah. while getting a plethora of different weaponry. That's it. In different colours. And I don't know, I think there was just something really cathartic about grinding at that game. Mm. You are doing the same... But the thing is, it's the same corridor over and over again. It's not like Final Fantasy Thirteen, where you do that, do the one corridor until the game thinks that you've done the corridor enough and mm. you're at a high enough level. Like, oh, yes, you're fantastic at walking up and down this corridor now. Well done. I'm going to award you with a different corridor. This one's a yellow down. one. Yeah, a green one. Exactly. But these are essentially the same corridors over and over mm. again. But I, I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it's the control scheme. I don't know whether it's the the character designs. I do know that I absolutely love the music because it's all like subtle electronica and a bit of calming music and stuff. I like it. I like it a lot.
and I do like that you can get the the frying pan. You can run around frying pan. Yeah, you can run around people with the frying pan, and it literally Mm. goes. It makes that wonderful to quote Terry Pratchett that wonderful. (laughs) It is. It is brilliant. And the fact that every race can equip it. Yeah, any any character that you play as can equip this, even if you don't use weapons, you can still attack with it. It is fab. And I don't know. I'm stuck. Can I take a guess at what your second one might be? Oh, go on, go, on, go take a guess. Either Tokyo Highway Battle Ooh. or Hybrid Heaven. There wasn't going to go with the amount of time you sunk into Hybrid Heaven was astonishing. Yeah, so I've talked about it before when we did uh, an episode with White Mage and Red Mage about Hybrid Heaven. And it's it's a... Uh, a truly 90s storyline. Oh, it, it is the most, it's like the most 90s storyline. I mean, it came out shortly after Metal Gear Solid and everyone went, my God, it's going to be Metal Gear Solid on the N64. And they were horrendously wrong. Just for the people listening, if Kaprogman's going to go into the story, spoiler alert, even though the game's God knows how many years old. Um, essentially, the storyline is you are this bloke who looks a bit like um, Native American. No, Crazy. no. What's the other guy that you play? What's he? What's he? I think Christy, he looks a little bit like late nineties Christian Slater. Yeah, right. Oh, the guy you transform into. Yeah, on. right. Yeah. So you're walking around as him. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away, my my condolences. You know. <laughs> so you go. In, so like this is even before you start playing the game, right? The intro is playing. He goes into the subway. He gets shot, and you're like, "What? Well, that's a bit of a bloody downer." Roll credits. That's Just, it. That's right? it. That's Just the game. Game over. No. <laughs> what happens is no. You go in. No, sorry. You go into the subway. And someone and someone else tries to attack you, and you shoot him. No, that's not even right. I got it wrong the do, third do you, time. Do you want me to tell you? The storyline is that complex. I can't even get the intro right. But basically, <laughs> apart from the intro, right? <laughs> you play as the guy that apparently isn't shot but survived, but isn't. Yes. Um. But then you play as another guy who. Well, because what happens is you get transformed back into your real body. Later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and to begin with, you're not that guy. You're not no, that's, yeah, that's true. Right? So you, you start the game playing as this Native American-looking fella by the name of Mr. Diaz. And I don't know whether you're paying attention, but Native American Diaz. I don't think they know how names work. Yeah, and he's he's got he's got blonde hair, dark skin, and like red bits below his eyes. Like yeah, two it's lines. like a war paint sort of thing. Yeah, war paint. So... You go through the first, yeah. You go through the first chapter, and at the end of the first chapter, you meet this race of aliens called the Gargantuans, who were four feet tall, three feet tall, three feet. Oh, tall. it sounds like the mighty tallest from Invader Zim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The next time I play that, that game, I am just going to be thinking Invader Zim all the way through. <laughs> He's not stupid. He's advanced. <laughs> I gotta sing the doom song now. Yes. No. <laughs> it's all right for a few minutes, but it'll do it for six hours. So you meet these little aliens, they turn you back into your original form. 
Christ, um, the Christian Slater fella. Yeah, the uh, body armored Christian. Unaffiliated Christian Slater. Yeah, unaffiliated Christian Slater. Yeah. And then, and then you run around, and you turn out that it turns out that of this race of people called the Gargantuans, there's one who wants to overthrow all the governments in there in the starting off for the US government. Yeah, yeah. on the planet. And so they've captured all of like the presidents of all the different countries and cloned them, and they are hybrids because they're not gargantuan and they're not human. They're kind of in between, and then you have to stop him. That's literally it. But in the process, you go yeah. through a lot of fights and you learn from getting beaten. Yeah. So what I really the, the storyline is bonkers, <laughs> absolutely bonkers. But the game itself, it's fun to play because what you do right, so you you run. It's kind of third-person, run-around, action, action-y type game along the lines of, like, Tomb Raider and things like that. You know, they're sort of runny, jumpy, climby, pick up the item, go put the item in their place, have your character say no, go put the other item in there, that kind of thing. Backflip and explode. That's the yeah, one. Okay. Right? Until you get into a fight. So so the battle system, it's, a, it's an action RPG. You get into the, this battle system and your character square off as if they're going to, you know, physically with fists and legs and stuff. Uh, fighting him that's <laughs> the mental imagery <laughs> although fists and legs and stuff just one guy stood there right fist bald and then in, in one fist he's, he's got in one hand he's got like his fist and the other hand he's got his leg it's just ripped off that's he's gonna one. hop and batter the guy <laughs> see I didn't even picture it that way I just I pictured did. you and oh of a guy, his body's just floating in the air and his arms and legs are just going mental. <laughs> oh, like, like a cartridge tilting on Goldman. Wind yeah. his way into the fight. Yeah, you know, have you ever been so mad you have to rip your own leg off to beat someone with it? Well, <laughs> as long as it's with the soggy end. Oh, yeah, that, that has to be done. There's a mystery to these things, you know. What you saying? <laughs> so sorry. The system is fun because you've got to, like, so you, it's an active time of battle, but the bars only fill up when you're standing still or when you're moving really slowly. But you have to obviously back away from the enemy to stay out of range. And you only know like a left punch, a right punch, a left kick and a right kick when you start the game. And you learn the different attacks by being attacked. Yeah, and yeah. there's like grapples and you, you can level up the power of your limbs and, and you level yeah, up yeah. your defense by getting hit and stuff. So if you only have a right punch throughout the entire game, your right punch will be really strong. One punch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm being a child. Just carry on. <laughs> okay, left and right arm. Let's be ambidextrous here. <laughs> I just imagine this guy. With with a right arm. Yeah, the other arm's just like wasting away. And, like, and a little chicken wing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not only can you do the game you, you're you trying aren't you you're really trying <laughs> you can save your character and do like this infinite battle mode where you really can just right punch all day if you really want to so essentially what you're saying is that the the leveling up system is similar to Final Fantasy 2 on the NES yeah a little so bit, if yeah. you use magic that level up if you get hit your defense will go back that's, that's kind of it yeah. yeah but it wouldn't be that game it was a good guess. No, we've got a good laugh out of it. It was a good guess, and we've got about 15 minutes of content out of it, so that's good. At least 14 minutes of that is just Lulu giggling. <laughs> because Lulu has got the uh, the mental age of a 15-year-old boy. Welcome to the Lulu's Giggling Podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, your mental age is Pop a lot more than me. <laughs>
I don't know. I think I feel like I would need to have some, like a video game where I can just. So, like with uh, Age of Empires, right? Mm. Uh, what I like to do on that game is start a skirmish game, the biggest map in the whole of Christendom, or wherever it is that you're playing, and put me on one end of the map and the 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 computer on the other end, and just build up a massive, frankly massive army. Right, lock them, lock them down to the lowest possible technology tier. <laughs> <laughs> and watch your swarm of colour on the map like some angry bees. You just go across I don't, know, I don't know whether it's because I'm British. But I... <laughs> <laughs> he just loves to take up. Oh, he's doubled up at the moment. He's doubled up. <laughs> to the colonies! You know, in that sort of huge army. It just turned up and like... Do you have a flag? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it, yes. Just wipe them off the face of the planet. <laughs> Be gone, thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? But I like that. That micromanaging of a, of a huge town and then going, right, and now we'll go to war. And now the war has ended. <laughs> now back to town. That's exactly it. <laughs> Everyone trot him back. That's it. So I think one of the first two Age of Empires games, I think. And I would quite happily sit by myself in the Thunder Plains playing those two games for the rest of eternity. I'd be like, yep, yep, nope. You've come to rescue me. No, I'm fine. There you go. <laughs> Bring me snacks. That's so, yeah, well, that's that's the more important question, right? Mm-hmm. For maybe the Waffling Tellers food podcast. Oh, God. What would your your Thunder Plains snacks be? Anything you don't have to chase. (laughs) (laughs) I can't pause the game. Stop running away. (laughs) As long as I don't have to chase it, I'm not bothered. (laughs) Bacon comes in, obviously. Yeah. There you go, you see. See, it all loops in. Yeah. Yeah, the bacon button. Yeah, a loop of bacon. Bacon button. I like Mm. it. Wasn't that a film with Brad Pitt? That's Benjamin Button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a big slab of bacon with a, a ginger wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> back into a pig. <laughs> that's not, that's not a nice way to describe Brad Pitt, is it? Come on. <laughs> You're right, I'm mixing him up with Val Kilmer. <laughs> I was Batman once. Did you know that? <laughs> Look, he had a choice between between being in lots of films or being really happy, and I think he chose the right, the right, the right. I think choice. he just chose to eat. No, yeah, well, that's right. I think he happy. just chose the burger. Yeah, he's happy. That's all that matters. Anyway, let's not keep bashing Val Kilmer over the head with fat shaming or whatever we're doing. I don't know. Oh, I'm not fat shaming oh, him. Right. You know, I I don't mind Val Kilmer. The only thing I mind about Val Kilmer is when he was skinny. Good. God, his jaw. Yeah. That was unnaturally large. It it rivaled Bruce Campbell's, I think. Uh, Yeah, Battle of the Chins. I mean... You know, that would be an interesting death battle, I think. No, you see, now, what would have made Val Kilmer's jaw work? Reese Witherspoon's chin. Yes. It would have been the perfect balance. (laughs) She's got a chin that goes on for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a chin that can interfere with satellites. So, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that seems to work yeah they cancel each other out on screen it wouldn't look so odd 
yeah, but take them away and you just fixated on them. <laughs> you just like, Reese, don't. Oh, she smiled. <laughs> now it's just like, now it's tunneling to the core of the earth. <laughs> Smiles at the screen, you dodge out the way. Whoa! <laughs> Nearly got me. <laughs> Nearly had my eye out. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the movies, Bobby. And you know what's even funny about this whole thing is that people listening are probably thinking, oh, they're just going mental. No, this is actually how we talk to one another and how we have done for very many years. God, it's been a long time. It, it must be. Oh, it must be. It must be longer than that. It must be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Lulu, before we end this episode, I just thought it would be a good idea for you to let the listeners know where they can go to find out more about you, maybe to connect with you, maybe to watch you on your streams and stuff. What can they do? Well, first, they need to go to the moon and knock on Daft Punk studio door. I'm kidding. Seriously. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm really just hanging out with them, too. Just like, we're going to the sun. (laughs) What, rubbing Mexican monkeys? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is not a euphemism, by the way. No, that was a funny video, though. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but seriously, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter. So for Twitch, it's twitch.tv forward slash Lulu underscore Crossaria. Our links will be provided, so you don't have to worry about how you spell the name. And it's the same for Twitter. So twitter.com forward slash Lulu underscore Crossaria. And you can come say hello to me and generally have some fun. That was the end of part one of our discussion with Lulu. Remember to come back next week for part two. Remember to also check the show notes for some links to some stuff that we discuss. Also links to uh, Lulu's Twitch stuff, which you should totally check out because she's bloody awesome. Mm. So, yes, come back next time. Squidgy, have you got anything to say? Hello, Squidgy. Lulu, have you got anything to say? Hello. Okay, so that's the end of part one. Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GK. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. See the show notes for more details. Also remember to go to waffling.tailors.rocks for the show notes. There'll be a link. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was mortifying. I do apologize. <laughs> That's through the floor right off there. <laughs> I do apologise. That was mortifying. <laughs> Get out. Just go. Go on, now go. I'll find out, dear listeners. We've been recording for three hours. He's kept that inside him. All that two. Yeah, for at least two of those hours. Knowing that he would do that. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. And I regret. <laughs> <laughs>